Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The Ingenuity Show has the weirdest style. The Ingenuity Show hopes you stay a while. Come with these three nerdy engineers. What you will find might linger in the cochlea of your ears, oh. With every nerdcast, there is something new. If you are listening, then this show's for you. You may think the premise of this show sounds so absurd, well... You're, You're the, the one listening. Who's the nerd? You know me so you can't just say bizarre. You never get a moment for free. Show me something fun on your guitar. Something with an A. Hello, welcome to the controversial Ingenuity Show. <laughs> I'm Mr. Cold. I'm St. So Jimmy. I'm DVD. That kind of hurt. <laughs> Don't hurt yourself. It's just a podcast. Oh, stick that way. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> oh, is that why your face is like that? Yeah. <laughs> well, if your face stuck a w- weird way because you made a weird face too long, couldn't you just make a normal face and it would stick, stick that back? way? You'd think so, wouldn't you? Maybe that's what actually maybe happens. have a really elastic face. That... Like Jim Carrey? Or maybe parents are just full of it. Well, parents don't just don't understand. I know that much. I don't think I've ever told my kids that if they made funny face, it would stay that way. I don't think my kids I'm would listen sh- to me about making funny faces. I'm sure faces. your kids would be like, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, probably. Our fake sponsor this week is Born Again Birth Certificates. Have you been saved and want to update your personal information? Get a new birth certificate. <laughs> what was I listening to that someone thought you had to get a new birth certificate when you got married? I thought you told us about that last did I? week. I did. That, that was me. Oh, okay. Never mind. It was oh a conversation I had. I get you two mixed up. With what? With another band with four Irish. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, so Master Zed texted me. He's on his honeymoon in Europe. And he text- right to feedback. This is a short show. No, I was going to. Oh. This was banter. Oh, okay. Mm. He texted me saying that. I might get a Facebook notification that I was tagged in something because when he takes a picture of himself, Facebook automatically says it thinks like it's you? thinks it's me. That's funny. So then, like the next day, I was I looked at one of the pictures he posted. When I hovered over his picture, it had your name. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Wow, must look must be a family resemblance." I know he's colored like you are. And he, his facial features resemble mine. Well, we are brothers. <laughs> oh. Like your pigmentation. Oh. oh. <laughs> your light, light-colored hair and whatnot. Your blonde eyebrows. 
Well, sometimes I can see myself in him. Yeah, he's kind of got a bit of each of us. People at work see that they can see the family resemblance between all of us. I'm like, I don't see it. I, uh, people say me and Divity look similar, but what? Saint I've... Jimmy looks totally different. Than yeah, you're than either of us. Totally, oh. You guys should get your um, DNA thing gen- genetic. I'm afraid I thought you were going to be... say we should get each other's faces tattooed on our face. <laughs> I'm afraid it'll be 105 percent French. And then I just have to give up on like 105%. I'm like 44% Norman. Well, I don't count that as French. Well, you're going to be from that region also. <sighs> See, to me, you look more like. <laughs> I'm going to be African. British. Like English. Or Welsh. Cheerio. I'm a whale. That's it. Go ahead. Make fun of my size. <laughs> you're a monster. <laughs> Technically, you're a monster because you're so huge. Oh, I'm a, I'm a big, large person. <laughs> uh, we worked Blubber. some more on the Fiero for our Fiero update. We did. Oh. That's why it smells like fast orange in here. Yeah, yep. I can't smell it. We got the intake manifold Weird. off and the valve cover off. Woo! All I smell is my pop filter. And my middle son helped me get the valve cover off. We yeah, I was busy putting a canoe they were really on my loose. pickup. It was like one turn and then it wouldn't ratchet. Like oh. one eighth turn. <laughs> yeah. So you'll be driving it next week. (laughs) Nobody. We could have the head off this weekend easily. Then they got off with its head. Get two hundred bucks to get a new one. Hmm. What if that be in the junkyard? You should just crack. You trust a junkyard head? Well, is it worth the saving you would get? No. And you might have to go pull it yourself. No, it's not worth it. (laughs) You're right. Imagine all the work you've done on the Fiero so far. Now Which really added all up. Yeah, you added all up. It's probably less than four hours. Then you got to put the old head back on the junk car. <laughs> no. Okay. Maybe not. Why would you do that? I don't know. It's a head transplant. So uh, everybody calls these new TVs flat screens, but mm-hmm. that's not the only part that's flat. Like the sides are flat and the back, <laughs> like board. Yeah. Shouldn't we just call start calling them flat TVs? Should we just call well, them Well, have TVs? you ever tried to use an engineering scale on a CRT monitor? It's difficult. It no. is difficult. You gotta it's get possible. no. You gotta get one of those like floppy plastic oh, the, ones. Yeah, the That's bendy what I used one. To use. Oh, bendy one. Yeah, <laughs> I just use like. Do you get weird, weird looks when you're scaling off your monitor? Because I, I do. I just use Taylor's tape measure. Mm. I don't know what a Taylor is. A tailor is somebody that tails. Oh, that makes clothing. Makes clothes. Gotcha. A sewer. <laughs> Sewing. That name sounds familiar, though. I actually made something at work out of. I would hope so. Sewing. You paid to tape. Oh. I made like a pie gauge so they could wrap it around something. Oh yeah. And tell well oh. what the thing I did was I wrote degree marks on it because we ask them the circumferential location of things. Right. I have a. So I made them for different tape. diameters. I have a pipe tape that you put around the diameter of the pipe, and it tells you tells you the diameter the does it tell the you the circumference of the pipe, and it doesn't tell you the, the ID yeah. though, which is what should be on the drawing. <laughs> <laughs> you too lazy to make an ID one? <laughs> I'm too lazy to make an ID one. Yes, that involves cutting the pipe open. <laughs> What's wrong with that? That's the problem. With you that. can also. Lean on the pipe, and if it's sufficiently thinned out, it might break. Then you know. Mm-hmm. You've only yeah. just now they test them to break. That's stuff. how I test them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, what, what, let me see. Flat screen. I, I think you just call them TVs now. <laughs> oh. I mean, why not? It's CRT. I, I guess that's what I call it. Spherical screen TV. Well, they have the curved ones now. You're back to that again. Well, it's curved the other direction. Oh, though. that's right. Concave. So you can't call it a flat screen. It's a concave screen. Yeah. That's weird. That is weird. It seems like you'd limit the viewing angle. Yeah. This is for people that it's are loners. It's really good if you You're right have in the middle. a s small number of people that sit together. Yeah, it wouldn't work for my living room very well. No. Oh, so, so we have security badges to get in where we work, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Someone forgot theirs. Oh, boy. Was it so, you? No, it was not. Was it LFG? No. Okay. He's gone this week. Mm. Um, it was somebody that shares the same name as my youngest son. Okay. You don't know him. So no, anyways, we went to go so. rescue him and bring him his card so he could get in. Mm -hmm. So on the way back, there's um, another friend of ours happened to come through the gate at the same time. So the four of us were walking. Mm -hmm. And it was me and then the guy that got his thing and then um, Ross and then the other guy that came in. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting there, and the seagull comes flying out from our right and has a stick in its mouth for the viewers on the internet. It was about, <laughs> I don't know, a little over a foot long. Mm -hmm. Like the, the stick, maybe like 14 inches, eighth inch diameter. Oh. And it flew right in front of us and dropped the stick right at my feet. <laughs> Good thing Did you pick it up and throw it and fetch, fetch? No. Good thing it wasn't a stick of dynamite. <gasps> I know. I don't know if it was trying to attack me. Maybe they were being it, trained. I thought maybe that it was a magical seagull and it was trying to deliver <laughs> me my origin story wand. Oh. And I didn't pick it up, so I've lost my origin story and I'm not a wizard now. You should have kept it. I should have. This was brought to me by a seagull. You're a wizard, Viddy. I know. I could have been. And I could have made everything of my house gold and then <laughs> quit my job. Cool. And live in an airship. Nice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So a couple a of us didn't get injured playing a sport this week. What? Oh, <laughs> yes. So I got injured today or last week. This softball week, does a couple that. days ago. I got hit right in the face with a softball. And Ooh. let me tell you, that's kind of a misnomer. They're not really soft. No, they're not. Are they softer than a baseball? Yes, I think they are. But Possibly. So Not on the outside, I had though. the brilliant idea that I'm googling it. Instead of running around in the outfield and getting shin mm. splints, I would play a position that doesn't require a lot of running. So I decided I'd be the catcher. Oh yeah, the course after. Now we've had five games so far. Yes. Nobody. I've, I haven't seen one person wear a catcher's mask playing catcher. Okay. And. It's because the left fielder always wears it. Yeah. <laughs> First base coach. <laughs> so I didn't even think about getting a face mask. Well, the second... Okay, the first pitch, I think, was just a ball. The guy didn't swing. Maybe... I can't remember. The very second pitch as catcher, the ball... Um, I, I can't... I'm not sure if it kind of went off the bat, because he did swing at that one. Or it just bounced weird, but it hit me right in the mouth. Hmm. And uh, so I took myself out of the game. Luckily, we had enough players that we could do that. But I was also kind of 
relieved because my wife's been p- playing catcher a lot, and oh yeah, it could have happened to her. Could have yeah. happened to her, and I'd rather it happen to me than her. So well, she's shorter, so it might go over her head. She's a, it, not well, that when you're shorter crouching when you're crouching down. It probably so would have hit her in the head. I yeah, I could have done even more damage. Although since she has more softball experience, she That's might have true. caught it. <laughs> she might have, yeah, been able to. So the core of a softball is softer than a baseball, so it has a lower coefficient of restitution. Mm. Right. So it doesn't go as far. doesn't bounce off the bat as much. It's hard. Yeah. Anyway, so I've got a large abrasion on the outside of my lip and a cut on the inside Ooh. of my lip, and my lip is swollen. I don't know if you can tell from my You're covered up voice. by your... You can tell from your pronunciation okay. a little bit. Yeah. B's and P's are not pleasant. <laughs> not so what's your favorite oil company? Pleasant. Also, <laughs> BP. Oh. <laughs> also, it hurts to smile what else or laugh or <laughs> do any kind of facial movements. Eating is painful also. Kissing's probably out. It's pretty much out, yes. That sucks. Mm. So, not that I'm offering. <laughs> I get notified every day like how many twitter notifications i have that and it's been going up and up like it's notifying me of all these things that i don't care about Mm -hmm. well we had like we were following like 700 some different accounts because like whenever a podcast would follow us i'd follow them back Mm -hmm. well i cleared it out so that it was just people that I actually wanted to hear from. Mm-hmm. But if you guys are listening, you were not ones that got cleared out. Isn't there a way to make it so you're still following them, but you don't get their updates? Well, I decided I just didn't want to follow them anymore. Oh, okay. So I'm down to we're down to 70 hmm. accounts we're following. Wow. I kept like uh, Sir Patrick Stewart, Robert Picardo, you know, mm. some celebrities. Mm-hmm. And then there's some family members. There's some podcasts that we actually do interact with, mm-hmm. like Span the Void and Matt and Andrew. And then there's like some of our listeners, like Neil Orange Peel and mm-hmm. Frito in Dallas. So save them, and we're down to 70. And so nice. now when I go on there, it's all stuff I'm interested in. Oh, I was like, man, I should have done this a long time ago. Because I didn't realize when I was following people back that it was going to just make Twitter unusable. But it wasn't until they started clogging up my notifications page Mm. that I finally did something about it. Any other sporting news? Oh, uh, (laughs) DVD and I took our wives golfing on Saturday. We did. It was fun. And they're still there. It was fun. No, we came oh. home with us. <laughs> my, my wife only played the front nine, but she walked the whole 18 with us. No? Well, the entire 18. I should make golf puns while I'm doing it. <laughs> but we're getting ready to sign out. The lady in front of us was paying. Um, the guy that works there told her the same joke he told me the last time I golfed there, <laughs> which was, why do golfers wear two pairs of pants in case you get a hole in one? It's like... You're That's like, the only golf joke he knows, apparently. The, the premise of the joke is flawed because nobody wears two pairs of right. pants. And hardly anyone gets one. Well, I one. do. I've done that in golf before. <laughs> Mainly the uh, regular pair of pants and then like, rain, rain pants. pants. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, you wear shorts, everywhere. but... I well. got one par. Me too. Mine was a chip-in par. 
Ooh. chipped two in a row. Yeah, two back-to-back holes. Without putting. He chipped him right into the hole. That's why his nickname is Chipper. They call him (laughs) Chipper. Chipper. (laughs) Yes. My friend uh, gave me a nickname in our phone directory at work. Oh, yeah. You can add them to anybody. (laughs) And then I actually got a phone call. Is this Chipper? I was like, what? (laughs) Took me a second to realize what he was I was like, oh, yeah, a friend of mine put that in there. Is this Chipper Gore? That's Tipper. That's yeah. funny. Um, yeah, it was, that, it was I shot the 11th hole. I um, drove it green? direct in one hit to the green. Oh, nice. Where'd so, y'all play at? The one here? Yeah, the one yeah. three houses oh. from my house. We walked there, and then I was told to go back and get sunscreen. So I <laughs> walked back in my flip-flops and then drove the truck back over. <laughs> it's like, uh, it sucks walking distance in those. Yeah, and my wife and I only live three minutes from DVD, so we just drove over here, and then we all walked. Yeah, it was good. Cool. And there was weird. There's an older couple in front of us, and I thought they were going to take forever because they kind of took their time on the first hole. Mm-hmm. Then they, like, accelerated and took off from us. And so, and no one got on the course behind us. Oh, that's nice. So it was nice. low stress, just fun golf. Yeah, yeah, it didn't matter if I hit it three fairways over. Or that my wife <laughs> was playing foot golf occasionally. Oh. <laughs> or I was helping out occasionally, too. <laughs> Yeah, I ended up with a 115, which is not bad for someone who hasn't been playing very much. I think my best is 102. Mm. I think there I've shot a 90 before. We yeah, should. You, uh, that's what my wife got this time. We should go disc golfing together sometime soon. Okay. I'll try not to hit you in the face with a disc. I can't make that promise. Uh, <laughs> I hit people in the frisbee. The Here, frisbee. Catch. I'll wear a catcher's mask. <laughs> <laughs> my last time. Maybe I should. Get one and wear it to work. Yeah. So I, I played ultimate frisbee when I was a teenager, yes. just a couple of times, and then my one foray as an Mom. adult, I only played it once, and I hit somebody in the face with the frisbee from like me to you, mm. like oh. full force. Mm-hmm. I tried to make her feel better by saying I thought she was someone else. <laughs> <laughs> Did it work? No. Oh darn. But yeah, I felt bad, and so I. Some reason I haven't done a pinata with girls around since my teenage years. <laughs> yes. Uh, How many people have you hit in the face during pinata? Less than three. Less than three. More than one. Yes. So <laughs> two. <laughs> two point seven. Sure, if you want to put it that way. If you well, want to turn people, people into numbers. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Moving along. I'll catch it when I listen to the show. I you listen? It. Sometimes. Oh. Twitter. Sorry. We already, <laughs> we already covered that. I know. All right. I just so like saying Twitter. Shall we move on then to nerdiculture? Get on with it. <laughs> it's it's like horticulture, but with less hordas. They made that joke before. I know. It's, that's the subtitle. It's the tagline. Tagline, yeah. Nerdiculture. So this week I thought I would talk to you about the Infinity gem- Gems or Infinity Stones. Ooh. Oh, from... Um, Marvel Universe. Marvel. What's it called? What's the one with the... Marvelous. Uh, no, Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians. They had one. That's one. involved. So, one, I know neither of you have seen the new Avengers movie. Not, not yet. So this will be a, a spoiler-free version. Excellent. It, Keep checking. It's not in Redbox yet. If, <laughs> if, you, if you haven't seen all of the Marvel Universe movies, then it may be spoiler for those, mm. but... I'm pretty sure you guys yes. have. I've seen most of them. I haven't seen Ant-Man or 
Black what? Panther. I will not be talking about either of those movies. Ant-Man's okay. really good. Well, I know, but I just haven't gotten around Black to it. Black Panther's the mediocre superhero movie. Oh. So I'll give... I think I my like, wife I'd like Thor Ragnarok. I'll give a history of one. each stone in the Marvel universe. Is one a kidney the stone. Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> the wife has one of those. They're actually the kidney stones of giant aliens. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and uh, I'll also but give they should put the that one powers my mouth. that the stones have according to the comic books. The power okay. is yours. And, uh, is this good information to know going into the movie? This is information I wish I had known going oh, into the movie. So, so this is healthy. This will be helpful for you okay. guys. Excellent. The pink one. You that you turns you into a rainbow. One? No. I don't start have a with pink one. There's whatever. a pink one? No. No. <laughs> oh. um, there's a blue one. Now, one thing Ooh. to remember is the stone colors are different in the Marvel Cinematic Universe than they are in the comic books. So oh, which one are you okay. doing? The movie? This is doing the, the comic. Movies. Oh, the movies. Okay. okay. The movie color. Blue. The one in... Gal- the pen is Guardians blue. was purple, right? Can we start with that one? No. Oh, okay. I'm just purple. trying to. <laughs> have we seen the blue one in any other movie? Purple. Yes. Is that the one in what's his name's forehead? No. No, that was like red. That's yellow. 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 Oh. Is they it in Asgard? Blue is in the Tesseract. Oh, okay. Oh. I said that earlier, did I? Yeah, Tesseract. All right. And so the blue stone is called the Space Stone. It's like Space Ghost, except it's a stone. Is it coast to coast? <laughs> it does make it, it's space way around. Space coast a, to coast. Okay, I guess the first thing I'm going to talk about change hands many times through the movies. Right. So this, this, whoa. Whoa, what happened? I hit my uh, thing. The Your pop, pop filter. filter got popped. So the Tesseract was, we first see it in... Captain America the First Avenger. Oh, really? Yeah, it's used by the Red Skull to oh, power I, his Hydra the weapons, inventions. Yeah. I don't think I remember that part. I first time I remember it was that um, room with like the, the round Thor window movie, thought, but... and they're like using it to power oh, okay. stuff. I haven't seen that one in a while, I guess. So near oh. the end of the movie during the big battle scene Battle. Apparently, Red Skull touches the Tesseract and then gets vanishes, like disappears. Hmm. I don't it, really remember it go? the movie that much. Um, and then Captain America has it, but it burns through the plane and lands in the ocean. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, I know yeah. that. No. Yep. Yeah. And that's in the first Avenger. So, Tony Stark recovers it later. And then oh. in the after the credit scene for Thor, the first one, yes, you see that it's delivered to Doctor Selvig by Nick Fury. Yeah, and um, Loki is there, but they can't see him, mm-hmm. and he's like controlling S- Doctor yes. Selvig, controlling Doctor Selvig. Well, I forgot that. So then, it must be worth to have like a marathon and just watch them in the correct order. That'd be a lot of movies. A lot of them now. So in the Avengers. The first Avengers. Um, it's over a couple of weeks. They are experimenting with the Tesseract, and yeah. it starts emitting some kind of weird radiation or something, or right starts doing something funky. And then Loki comes through a wormhole, and he steals it, and he opens a wormhole to allow the Chitari to attack Earth in New York. Yes, and that's all in the Avengers. Oh yeah. Um. So then, Thor, Nick Fury's in that one, right? 
<laughs> Nick Fury. <laughs> so then so Thor, they call him when he forgets to shave. Thor returns the Tesseract and Loki to Asgard. Right. And then in Ragnarok, you see we it. see Loki... I don't think we actually see Loki take it, but you're he led walks to by and kind of like does a double it. take oh, or something. You're it's led to believe friend. that he's like, oh, gonna steal oh the my. thing. So in the comic books, the person that has the blue stone or the space stone—it's not blue in the comics—has the ability to manipulate space and teleportation abilities. Oh, it can also increase their speed. And can allow them to appear in what if you want to increase your time. What if you want to oh. increase your cocaine instead of speed? You, you can't need do a that. different stone. Oh, different you stone. You need the white stone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, I don't want... To. Is there a Sharon stone? <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. No. <laughs> okay, so that's the, all the history we have on the space stone. Nice. Is there any romancing involved in the stone? <laughs> Alright, the next one I'm going to talk about is the mind stone. And is that the one that has yellow? Uh, is, what's his name's head? Yes. What's his name? So G unit in the. I, <laughs> I think it's right. in the Avengers, the first Avengers movie. We find out that Thanos gave Loki a scepter called the Chitari scepter. Okay, which mm-hmm. has a yellow stone in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, Loki uses it to brainwash the Avengers. When he comes through the portal, he's able to. He taps him on the chest with it, and then he can control Yeah, so he controls Hawkeye and some other shield agents and stuff. Yeah. But it doesn't work on Stark, because he has a big thing in his chest. Oh. A Mm -hmm. magnet. And so, um, after that, the events of that movie, S.H.I.E.L.D. confiscates it after the Battle of New York. And then, later, Hydra steals the scepter. Is that in the TV show? Um... I think this is in a after the credit scene for Winter Soldier. Oh. Um, Baron von Strucker is using it to experiment on people. And mm. that's how the Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver is created. Ah. So at the oh. beginning of the Age of Ultron, the Avengers are attacking did he, that. Did you say Age of Ultron? <laughs> Age of oh. Ultron, yes. Isn't Voltron Asian? <laughs> oh. Anyway, a robot. I'm not sure. remember in the beginning of that movie, they're attacking this bunker. Well, bunker. Iron Man's able to get the scepter from the bunker. Hmm. And when him and Banner are experimenting with it, they find out that there's uh, artificial intelligence inside of it. And so they decide to use it to create Ultron. Right. Oh, that's made out of uh, his Jarvis computer thing. Well, right? Ultron... You know, goes rogue, like Ultrons do, and he has this body created that he's going to inhabit. Well, uh, if you remember, Stark and Banner are able to upload Jarvis into that body oh, okay. and use the Mind Stone to make him bring him alive, and that becomes Vision. I'm he's a, a real boy. boy. <laughs> so now Vision's a real boy. <laughs> so in the comic books. Um, the Mind Stone grants telekinesis and telepathy, mm. and it can improve the mental powers of whoever has it. Ooh. So then the next stone is purple, and it's oh. called the Power Stone. The Poiple Stone. I've got the power. <laughs> it's a Viking um, stone. <laughs> we, first, we see this in Guardians of the Galaxy. 
So Star-Lord steals an orb that contains the Power Stone when he's on Morag. And then he tries to sell the orb on Xandar. I only have Ag. I wish I had more Ag. (laughs) (laughs) But then it's stolen by Gamora. And then uh, Ronan the Accuser is after the orb. (laughs) The good thing was it's stolen by Sodom. (laughs) Yeah. And with the help of Nebula, they destroy Gamora's ship. And... Um, Did someone turn into a pillar of salt? They steal the orb. No. (laughs) Bible jokes. Ronan takes the stone and embeds it in his warhammer, and he uses it to destroy the Nova Corps fleet or attack it or something. And the Guardians cause the ship to crash, and then Star Lord dances to distract Ronan while the other Guardians destroy it. Look on the the look on his face while he's dancing. Priceless. (laughs) That movie. And so then with the. Start with the help of his friends, Star-Lord's able to wield the stone and destroy Ronin with it. And then Yondu wants the orb, so Star-Lord gives him a fake one. Right. And they give the real one, false one to the Nova Corps on Xandar to protect it. Um, in the comic, the power stone, stone gives... Stone. I'm having difficulty speaking with my lips like this. Um, in the comic books... It gives power to the wielder, and it can boost the effects of other stones, and it can also power machines and stuff oh. like that. And what is it? Purple. It makes it's transformers. It's purple in oh. in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> it makes transformers. <laughs> yeah, it's all spark. Sure. Yeah, it's all spark. <laughs> Get ready for that crossover. No. Oh, that'd be awesome. Then bring GI Joe into it. <laughs> The real American. So then, hero. the next store stone is a red one called the Reality Stone. Whoa, and that's deep, man. In Thor: The Dark World, which I realize I have not seen that movie. Oh, I think I might have it. I've slept through it. Is that the second one? Yes. Yeah, I think I've seen it once. You should come over and watch it. Okay. Um, I saw it in the drive-in theater. Oh, it was the second movie of a two-movie thing. Yeah, and that's how I saw Green Lantern. It gets dark here really late. At like 10. Yeah. So the the second movie doesn't usually start till after midnight. Yeah, like 12.30. And I'm usually asleep through the second movie. (laughs) Anyway, I have not seen that, but apparently the Asgardians give the reality stone to the Collector from the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. um, To keep it separate from the Tesseract. Oh. I didn't realize that was a power stone or a whatever infinity gem thing. Yeah, it's a reality stone. And uh, in the comic books, it allows the wielder to break the laws of physics. Oh. And you can use it to do resurrection. You can use it to distort reality around people. And it also makes it so you can create alternate realities. Oh, that actually makes a lot of sense with the Thor the Dark World movie. Oh, does it? Yeah. Oh, cool. Alright, two more to go. Is it red in the comics? It's not I don't think it's red in the comics. There's gotta be a green one, right? The green one's next. Hold by the Green Lanterns? It's no. It's Green Lantern. Isn't that that's DC DC, man? (laughs) Oh, he's punking us. He is. Nerd Stone. Ooh, the one Hiro Nakamura uses. No. Oh. Um, it's encased in the. But eye Ryan of Reynolds Agamotto. has been in both DC and Marvel. Who? Ryan Reynolds. Oh, I thought you said Iron Fist. Doesn't Cist. mean the Green Lantern. <laughs> crossed it over. 
<laughs> Wait, if you have the similar person portraying something in DC and something in Marvel, and the Marvel one's way better, does that make Marvel better? Hmm. <laughs> you look skeptical. Well, I think it's all the other things that make Marvel better, not that particular one. Um, the time stone is in the cased in the Eye of Agamotto that Doctor Strange uses in his oh, movie. Yeah. Oh. So okay, that makes sense. In the comic books, it grants the wielder power over the past, present, and future. Oh. It grants visions of alternate futures and allows time travel. It's a Marty stone. And it, if it's used with the other stones, it grants omnipresence. Only if you're going Ooh. 77 miles an hour. Omnipresent man. Yes. <laughs> you can be everywhere at the same time. Why Weird. would you want that? Um, the last stone is the Soul Stone. It's orange, and we have not seen that in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh. But in the comics, it allows the wielder to steal it's and alter great, and control souls. It's a great pumpkin. <laughs> it also contains a pocket universe where it can trap souls. Oh, oh so men in black. It can give the wielder the no, skills uh... and knowledge of those trapped inside of it. Interesting. It's the thing from Superman where they <laughs> capture... Was Superman in this one? Zorb. No. Whatever that dude. Zog. Zod. Zod. It also lets you peer into other people's souls to see if they're telling the truth. Zod has a beautiful wand, by the way. <laughs> that's interesting. That is good. That's good so that's, that's a rundown on the Infinity Stones or Infinity Gems. As they're called sometimes in the comics. So you should watch each movie that features one before you watch. There's not one in Black Panther? No. The no. Black Stone. <laughs> Emma Stone? Yes. So, and... <laughs> Shooting that movie? Yeah. I don't think it's a spoiler to tell you that you learn a lot more about these stones right. in the next... Or the Avengers 3 Infinity War. Because the basic plot is Thanos is collecting these yeah so cool which i find interesting because he at one point has the mind stone but he gives it to loki in the form of a scepter sometimes you have to let something go so you can bring other ones back Could i'm be. guessing he was going to take it back from loki when he was done oh oh yeah maybe he's just loaning it to him it's yeah, because like so, it goes in the Loki's hands, and then in the the so he probably the had shield, Loki's, and then the Hydra, and then the Avengers, and it just like he probably had Loki's driver's license. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably how it worked. <laughs> awesome. That's interesting. Cool. So that's what I had. And now we're to tech nerdy with Saint Jimmy. All right. So, you know, when you think of China, you think of like they Jack have. Walls. Cheap labor, they make like really cheap stuff, and that's where we buy a lot of consumer items, clothes, electronics, Chinese food, toys. Yeah, food. Oh, wait, I guess we make it here. <laughs> oh, do we? But no, lately, China has been moving more towards higher end goods. So if you buy clothes that are like ex on the expensive end, they might come from China, but if you buy like really cheap ones, even if they're the same manufacturer, they might come from China. They might be from oh. Indonesia or Vietnam. So I also think of them as a place that has knockoff American products that well, they, they sell. To yeah, they deal with British vehicles, like vehicles. Mm -hmm. They'll have ones that look just like a BMW or something, huh? So another thing you might think of is China smog puts out a lot of 
emissions because they have a lot of coal power plants because coal is really cheap because that's like the flood places to make dams yeah yes well populated places coal is cheap because most developed countries don't use it because it puts out a lot of pollutants um well china has actually decreased the amount of coal that they use in the last i think it said six years but the problem with that is that the other countries that are less developed are using more and more coal because they're getting all of the they're taking on all that labor that china is not doing anymore to make the really cheap products mm. and since it's spread out over less developed countries it's harder to deal with you know so um fixing china doesn't necessarily even though china has started producing less pollution the overall pollution has gotten worse because of other countries mm -hmm. ah, but in areas where chinese people are living their local environment is better Yes. Kind of like the United States and like L.A. back in the 60s. With well, when we, when Western countries to, went to through now. the Industrial Revolution, there was a lot of pollution then, too. That's it was, what, but that's one it's of the steps just to get to where you're advanced. on a different scale now because the population is so oh, much that's, higher. That's a good point. So when we did it, first of all, we didn't know the adverse effects. Right. And, yeah, it was in really small areas mm -hmm. so well that a problem of trying like to figure new out england and how Great to, britain yeah how to get more horses in new york city and how to get rid of all the dead ones and the manure oh. yeah because apparently at one point there's just dead horses everywhere so there's there are people that are <laughs> broken down horses i'm sorry <laughs> yeah <laughs> this one needs a new alternator <laughs> um so there's groups looking at like what can we do? Like, people have money. They, they want to invest in cleaning up this. So what do we do? You know, they're talking about um, educating or, you know, investing in infrastructure. And what I thought was interesting was they said, this article is from wired.co.uk. They said, um, if you went and fixed up 5% of the ultra-dirty coal-fired power plants in some of these places like India or Southeast Asia, 5%, you could reduce the emissions by 30% because mm -hmm. even though there's a lot of coal power plants, a lot of them actually don't put out that much pollution. It's just a few that aren't, you know, run well or are really old like we have we have a, quite a few coal-fired power plants here but they're like clean burning ones. Yeah, so they don't put out so if we shared technology even. Right, it's just the developing country isn't interested in putting money into it. So they need they're trying to figure out ways that the international community can help out. And so I unfortunately was, a lot of times that means helping out a geopolitical system that is probably not good for their citizens. Right. So there's pros and cons. I mean, what I was thinking was... Wait, they're starting to make superhumans? <laughs> yeah. Con. Oh. Con. 
Um, what was I thinking? Oh, just if we, you know, got some solar power in some of these places because they have lots of sun in a lot of these places. Or, you know, some of them might be really windy. Or Aren't they a nuclear power? India is. China is too, right? Yeah. But, yeah, I don't... I wonder they might use some nuke power, but maybe because coal, they're communists, they've they've learned from like Chernobyl and are scared. I don't think that had to do with whether they were communist or not. I think that was a safety regulation. Well, type they're thing. friends with Russia, so but they probably have a lot of the same. The technology. thing is, getting a nuclear power plant up and going takes a long time and it's expensive. So, it if you're looking for a short short term solution, coal power plant is really easy to build and the fuel is cheap so that's what it takes to yeah like you said in the history that's one of the steps you go through to get progress to where you have advanced technology right because you have to build so what we what we should be interested in doing is getting them through this period as quickly as possible where they're producing a bunch of pollution so China ranks fourth in the world in total nuclear power capacity installed. They just got a billion people. And third by nuclear power generated. Well, I've heard their well, population is like peaking and it's going to yeah, start heading back down. Kind of like Europe? Yeah, Europe's done that too. Well, except they have so many imported people right now that yeah, they're well, going to lose their society. Right. <laughs> yeah, so it's interesting. Um Instead of trying to hold them back from developing, I think you need to help them develop as quickly as possible. Problem is that you make them a powerful, more powerful nation that makes a better enemy. Since they are kind of well, if you enemy. do it in a way that doesn't make them mad at you, <laughs> like by helping them instead of in, trying to enforce your policies on them, it might make difference. But I mean, there are lots of modern countries and we're friends with almost all of them. So why do you think developing like Indonesia into a more modern less polluting well, society China. would? Oh, well China is already well beyond most of the other or countries like in North the region. Korea. Yeah, North Korea is pretty backwards right now. But you get people, you get the economy going and develop them then the people have disposable income. They have the internet. They're more likely to, you know, be friendlier to Western society, I guess. Like South Korea. It's a republic, I believe. It's okay. That's what something that happens when your country develops is you get better government systems often. Sometimes. <laughs> well, look at all of Europe. You know, they used to all be monarchies and they've all... They also have Russia, who's pretty technologically advanced. Yeah, there's, that's true. There are exceptions. And China is actually probably pretty technologically advanced as well. But Russia isn't communist anymore. So there's a step in the right direction. <laughs> they still might think that way sometimes, but... <laughs> certain individuals but yeah so interesting take on i didn't realize that 
China is now having offshoring issues like us. Let's like, oh, ship these jobs off to a country where labor's cheaper. Well, the same thing's happening in China now. Yeah. So it's a lot of their going to be interesting. They're bolstering their economy by implementing capitalist, yeah, ideals in some areas. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Although they are also monitoring people's moods and jobs (laughs) um, through point rating systems. Oh, kind of like that Black Mirror thing. They're actually doing that there. They're not copying Black Mirror. Black Mirror is saying, "Hey, this is happening." Right. Yeah, I heard that. Like the the fake bee thing, that's also happening. Yeah. So well, I think wasn't it Japan that was doing that? So yeah. And then I heard a Canadian company is developing something called Skynet. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's technology. Awesome. So I just have a simple news story. I thought I found this funny. That was a high school prank. That is not damage to a school. Yeah, so Mr. So, Paul, describe what we're seeing here. So from here, it looks like there's a giant hole in a brick wall with a car sticking out of the hole. That That's wall what it looks is like. part of a high school. Yes, it is. And this is a high school. On the other side of the garbage wall can next to it. is the principal's office. So what they did, these, and there's no damage to the school at all here. Right. It's a bl- black tarp. Taped to that the you wall. can see the tape, mm-hmm. and they took an old junker car and cut it in half and pushed it up against the wall, and then put some loose bricks, bricks around. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's funny about this was a lot of the people were like sending this picture to the police department for the city, mm-hmm. and the police department had a really good sense of humor with it, and they said, "Hats off to Cumberland High School of 2008 on your senior prank." 18. <laughs> what did I say? Eight. Oh, 2018. Get with the times, That's man. very creative. I know, I think my senior prank, I didn't participate, but apparently in the, the central quad area, they stacked up all the garbage cans in a giant pyramid. Mm. I don't know of any senior prank at my high school. Maybe I, I just wasn't in the in crowd. No probably. I don't think my high school did that. 
Well, my high school, we had 110 seniors is all. Oh, so, so you, of course you'd know. I wouldn't, wouldn't participate, but I knew about it. There's like 500 in So I thought class. this was funny. I like probably that, had about 100 or so. I like that the police officers didn't like freak out or anything. Like, yeah. yeah, it's a cool senior prank. It is cool. Because it looks like there's a hole It looks like there's a hole in the wall. It looks like a car crashed into the building. Yeah. That's I like funny. it. Well, that's the news. The other thing I like is when people go to theenginerityshow.com <laughs> mm. on their way to Amazon by clicking on our Amazon link that's in the top menu. Um, takes you right to Amazon. You can bookmark it and then use your bookmark each time to make it easier. And then any shopping you do in that session, Amazon sends a percentage of what you spend to us, but it doesn't cost you anything extra. Everything costs the same as it would otherwise. I'm pushing to buy our new lawnmower through Amazon. Oh, okay. But that's buying against using my son's Walmart <laughs> discount. Mm. Oh. Well, I hope you'll make the right choice. <laughs> <laughs> I need to make a choice quickly because my lawn's getting unruly. Oh. <laughs> well, you could borrow mine. You could try out my electric one. And so then you could try out... What Mr. brand was yours? Yours is an Ego, right? It's a... Which is a Home Depot one? It's a Planet. Cobalt. Cobalt. So yours is the Lowe's. Yes. It's blue. We were looking at yeah, either... Quill's Green father. Machine, <laughs> which horrifies me. So I'd probably cover it with stickers or paint it. Or uh, Craftsman. Or no. not... Black & Decker was another one. Just buy some goats, man. <laughs> <laughs> Coats would be funny. <coughs> All right, oh, let's do consumption. Like consumption. I'm not sure why I did that since I have none. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um. So I watched the second, se- finished watching the second season of Jessica Jones. Is it good? I didn't much care for it. Oh. I'll probably I'll watch it. it it's eventually. probably my least favorite season of Netflix Marvels. Marvel shows. Good more than Iron Fist or whatever. I didn't have a problem with Iron Fist. Oh, I didn't like Iron Fist. Um, I thought he had wildly varying fighting technique and <laughs> ability. There's only one character in the entire season that is even remotely likable. Her assistant? Malcolm, her neighbor that's also her assistant. Oh, okay. Becomes her assistant. Yeah. And he, he makes bone, boneheaded mistakes. Well, they live in, in New show. York. So. so you're saying nobody in New York is likable? No. <laughs> They make the bad. I mean, they're obviously making a bad life choice by living in New York. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, all the other Marvel Netflix shows also take place in New York. Send your hate mail to St. Jimmy at It's a Dirty Show. <laughs> it wasn't me. So He's I, throwing his voice over here. The only reason I watched the whole season was just to get through it. Mm. Oh, I kind of liked it. I didn't like it at all. Well, uh, I'll be the tiebreaker <laughs> when I eventually watch it when it's in um, red box. No, just kidding. <laughs> then I watched Ghostbusters 2. Oh, yeah. It's a goodie. It's yeah. one that I haven't seen much, but I like it. It's got interesting things. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's got that song by Bobby Brown in it on her own. Yep. And there's a cameo with Bobby Brown oh. in the movie. Oh, really? Yes, when they're, doing that, when they're playing the music, too. Nice. He's... I think he's trying to see if he could get like a proton pack for his kid or something. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. But yeah, do, that do, was pretty do, cool. Do. 
It's got the walking Statue of Liberty. Yep. And then I watched The Dark Knight Rises. Are you just watching the that? second of everything? <laughs> That's the third one, actually. Oh, oh the second one. Is that one's the one the with Dark the Joker? Knight. No. This is the one with Bane. Bane. Bane and Two Face. I like Bane. No, well, Two Face is not in it. One of my favorite online comedians does a, a Bane. Catwoman and kind of Bane are in this one. Which one has Two Face? That's the second one. Joker. Oh. Okay. I haven't Harvey seen the Dent. second or third ones in a long time. I this is the first time I've seen this entire movie. I realized I thought really? I thought I had seen it before, but I realized I had only seen like the middle. Oh. And I think what it was is I was on a business trip and I happened to turn it on on TV oh. before going to dinner and watched 20 minutes of it, 15 <laughs> minutes maybe, and then turned it off and left. I like Gary Oldman. Yep, he was in it. Um, I think I liked it. There were some parts that didn't wholly make a whole lot of sense, but <laughs> that's part of the territory with comic book movies. Right, it's, Especially you're not the ones. audience <laughs> for a lot of it. <laughs> the audience is the comic book nerds. They're like, oh. <laughs> but I still liked it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's all I watched. I watched The Lost City of Zed, which is a Charlie Hunnan movie. It's based on a story of a guy that, a British dude back in the early 1900s that explored the Amazon looking for a lost civilization that he theorized was there. Hmm. So he went there initially. Did he click through our site? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it was in the show. He went there initially to map this border because there was a border dispute between two countries mm-hmm. during oh, it was over rubber production, which was big mm-hmm. at the time. And they while, finally bounced back from that. While That's there, a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> while there, he found indications of an uh, ancient civilization. Mm. But when he went back to Britain, everybody was like, "Oh." Those savages never had anything sophisticated. Oh, like so, road systems and yeah. So he goes back multiple times trying to find it, and uh, it was pretty slow moving movie. Um, Cedric Diggory was in it, and he was pretty good. And it ended up being okay. The ending. Well, it's based on a true story, so that it has to be an act. What oh, actually happened? That's boring. Mm. Just change that. The endings are. The ending was kind of like, eh. I watched an interesting documentary talking about. Um, there's a place they found. It's like a big sinkhole full of water. Mm-hmm. Um, that I can't remember if it was the Incas or somebody. One of the ancient civilizations used to sacrifice people. Oh. And at the bottom of it, it's caked with this blue, I think clay, that they figure that they colored the people that are about to be sacrificed with so they're all blue before they sacrificed them Weird. so like reason. the blue man group but the only <laughs> place other than in the bottom of this thing that you find this clay which is down in central america is up in like georgia Whoa. georgia so the figure where us no, yeah the us asia okay so they figure they had to have trade routes where they would yeah transport the clay down there weird yeah it's pretty cool that's cool um, I watched a zombie movie called Day of the Dead Bloodline. It's on Netflix. 
the acting was really bad. <laughs> were the special effects cool? Uh, they were okay. Is it Rob Zombie's Day of the Dead? No, is this is no different one. Okay, this is a reimagining, and it was like, what was the deal? So it starts off. It's like this med student chick is the main character. Oh, there's a problem. And she's, it shows like the day that this outbreak starts and then it skips forward to where she's living in this like secure area studying the disease and this guy that was obsessed with her that she met because he was coming into the hospital to get blood drawn because he had this weird hormonal imbalance well, that hormonal imbalance made it so that when he turned into a zombie, he still retained some of his humanness. And so they end up running into him later and using his blood to do research on curing or making a vaccine, basically. But it was all kind of just... <laughs> I don't know. I could have stopped watching it any time and been <laughs> fine. But... It was all right. There was definitely some zombie carnage and stuff, but uh, we watched Beyond Skyline, which oh, is, is an good? Amazon original movie. Is it a sequel to something? No. Oh. Um, it was okay. It had, I mean, definitely wasn't like a class movie or anything, but it's pretty good. So basically, it's about this group of people who. One day, all these alien ships just show up at Earth, and they just, like, start collecting people. Like, hmm. they shine this light, and if you look at it, it, like, forces you to walk towards it, and then they suck you up in the ship. Walk into the light. Well, then they you find out when these people end up on the ship that they have, like, this machine that pulls the brain out of the person and puts it in a robot. Oh, and then like Cybermen? they turn into this like cyborg that does the bidding of the aliens. Oh man. So then they this sounds awful lot like my last novel. <laughs> oh. So anyways, they have to, it's about this group that has to fight back and survive and stuff. So it was, I enjoyed it. I mean, you could tell it wasn't a high budget. Well, it must've been cause there was lots of special effects right. and stuff, but it was just not like movie theater quality. Cause my book something comes and steals souls out of people and use that is basically your life force energy to power an advanced cybernetic body hmm. but with no memory of what you who were before but then somebody retains their memory and goes back to earth to try to stop oh i hmm. only get wrote the first little bit interesting <laughs> well you should watch this movie That'll totally ruin any motivation I have to finish my story. <laughs> and we watched... So we watched The Maze Runner recently with the kids, and we... What Harry Potter is that? <laughs> we just the other day watched, let them watch The Scorch Trials for the I first time. That is that the second one? Yeah, because the third one just came out recently. Yeah, I saw that. And the kids were like, oh, we want to watch that. We're like, well, you haven't seen the second one because it's, it's a lot scarier in parts than the first one. Oh, is it? Hmm. So we let them watch it finally. Did they scared? Uh, I think they were fine. We didn't let the youngest one watch it, of course, but yeah, it's it's good. It seems like it's 
pretty different from the book. But I've not read the books, but I like the first one. Yeah, the first one was very similar to the book. This one, it veered enough from the book that I was like, well, how are they going to do this final one when they ended up so far different than the... But they'll figure it out, I'm sure. We're going to watch the final one soon. But now it's been so long since I read the books that I don't really remember Excellent. exactly what happened. So That's always good. We'll see. Maybe when I watch the Death Cure, I will go back and read the books. That was like me with Ready Player One. It had been a year and a half, two years since I read the book. Yeah. So the movie felt very familiar, but I couldn't. Like someone was like, I thought I think there's a different setup for this part of, and I couldn't remember though. Oh, hmm. yeah, that's good. And DVD didn't watch anything except for the grass grow growing. I've been working on my treasure chest, and I listened to a lot of. B and B and D and D. Oh yeah, I did remember another one of my consumptions. Oh yeah, I forgot you just typed that in. So th- this show showed up on Netflix as like a suggested show or whatever yes. called The Rain. I almost watched it. Oh yeah, I put that in our queue. So do it while we're playing Minecraft. <laughs> well, so the one thing about this show is it's Danish. Is it a series or a movie? It's a series. Okay, that's what I. Was it's thinking. Danish and it's dubbed into English. Okay, accented English. Like, I don't know if it's Danish accent, <laughs> but it's not en- English probably, or American they accent. Probably. Ooh, I'm going actors, to eat the Danish. They probably had the actors <laughs> do it and had them read phonetically the lines. I don't know. That, that almost caused me to turn it off right away because oh. the dubbing was so bad in the very yeah, first scene. Yeah, that might scene. make my So w- having them off of your mouth, not wor- I mean, it was really bad, like, didn't line up. That's why I say do it while Minecrafting. So you're not paying attention or playing yeah. Civ 2. Yeah. But it, it is an interesting story. Hmm. So the gist of it is there's rain that is deadly and this family gets... Undercover. Oh, do you guys have any desire to see a side or was it a quiet place? Yeah, I uh, want to see it. Oh, that will have nothing to do with it. Oh, really? She wants huh. to get nowhere near it. She doesn't like horror movies. No, though. she does not. I don't usually either, but this one sounds interesting. So I watched. <laughs> <laughs> I watched two episodes of it. Oh, it it's uh it's turning into like a post-apocalyptic show. Yeah. So I like those if they're done decently. If you can get around the dubbing, then you might like it. Okay. So. I've watched a, a show, I can't remember what it was called even, but it had the Theo Huxtable <laughs> <laughs> was in it. It was post-apocalyptic where everyone over a certain age at one point died. Like everyone over 14 years old. Because hmm. they were so, grups. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, then this is when they, then all those oldest kids had grown to adulthood, so... Oh. Society was pretty ravaged. What the? Huh? It's, someone's editing our document that says it's you. <laughs> dun dun dun! Weird. All right, next segment is nerd, nerd cred. cred. Did you guys have any nerd cred? Um, I was trying to think of some nerd cred. I he got working hurt on playing softball. That's not nerd nerdy. <laughs> I've really. been working on my fence. Oh, more. yeah. No, Nerdy is pulling a muscle trying to start your lawnmower. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll take that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so the ground is contoured. Mm. But I want the top of the Where fence to be even. Is. Right. Yeah. So I the other day I went out and I measured um the contour of the of the ground every six inches. Mm. And each of my boards is four feet wide. Mm-hmm. So what I then did was I took I I was gonna borrow sawhorses from DVD, but I realized all I need to do is stick it in the back of my pickup truck without sticking over the edge. Yeah. So I used two tape measures to draw the contour on the bottom of the board and then I used my jigsaw to cut it. Nice. And then I painted them. Cool. So Did you number them so you get in the right order? I put numbers on them on the side that's facing away from the house. <laughs> so how much variation are we talking? Um, so from where the fence is now to the edge of the fence to the left is what I have mapped out is uh-huh. 14 inches difference. Well, that's a lot. Oh. It's going to be even more on the other side, but I'm going to have to replace one of the fence posts on the other side. Hmm. So. Nice. Because I'm using the existing fence posts that are cemented into the ground that are very sturdy. Oh. But this one fence post is not cemented, so I'm gonna have oh. to cement one in there. Well, it's so. not it's not too hard. No, I've I've helped LG do it before. Oh, yeah, oh. we did Grandma's fence. Oh, okay, and we cemented, and it was easy. Well, you can kind of just mix the cement in the hole, and yeah. So well, the one the kind we had, you just poured the stuff in, then you just poured water over the top, and right. it, like sinks in and mm-hmm. I think that's how it worked with LFG's fence yeah I did all my fence huh I did my fence oh well maybe I'll ask for help because <gasps> we'll see um but now I have an, the boards enough boards painted that I can finish to the left oh, oh good and everything then, in the box to the left yeah and then my fence is almost operational. Excellent. Will be almost operational. Right You're going to kill 20, someone's friends? Right now it's 25% <laughs> of the way done. Hmm. So. Excellent. Cool. I didn't have anything. So, <laughs> I've gotten my treasure chest to I've started sanding. I need to get some small, um is it larger grit and smaller grit. <laughs> Finer? Finer grit. There you go. Sandpaper, so I can make it smoother, maybe, mm. or might not, because it's a. I want it to be look like an old treasure chest. So having some, not quite as production-looking things might be better. Yeah. Plus, I'm lazy and I'm ready for it to be done. Yeah. I'm ready for it to be fully operational. <laughs> um, but I have to actually go buy some stain. I thought I could use. I've been making it out of scrap wood, mm-hmm. so I thought I could. So far, I've only spent $12 on it. Use some scrap stain. Right. And I only had a one can. It was not what I want. It was too light. Mm. I need to investigate some faux rusted metal paint schemes or paint Not techniques. wholly rusted metal, Batman? No. Um, but I don't want holes in it. <laughs> so I've been doing that, which is when I listen to podcasts. But then I'm to swaged another part of my D&D habit. We, I played with my kids last night again. Hmm. Um, there was a funny thing that happened in our session. So they had somehow got two goblins to leave the area so they didn't have to fight them. Mm-hmm. But then 
based on what they were doing on this bridge, they'd noticed that the goblins saw them that mm. they thought were gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're standing on this bridge that's 20 feet above the ground below where the goblins were. And uh, my youngest son was saying, oh, I wonder if I could jump down there. And I was telling him what would happen as far as damage-wise based on the mm-hmm. height. And while he's doing it, Zach's like, so I walk up to him and tap him on the shoulder. I think, I think you can do it. And then I shove him off. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, all right, call you take 2d6 damage. Oh. And you fall prone. <laughs> Didn't kill him. Then he could chase down the... I thought that was pretty... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. It's funny playing with my kids because you can see their dynamic come out in the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's pretty funny. Um, then I've discovered... Uh, by watching a YouTube video that recommended it, I discovered the use for a program called Microsoft OneNote, which would have been helpful in college, I think, even, hmm. where basically the program opens up and it's like a blank page, mm-hmm. and you can just click anywhere and start typing stuff. Mm-hmm. Or you can drag in pictures, and oh. and then you can make a hierarchical thing with links, so you can link it to another page of notes. Oh, So I've been using that. I split it up into parts of the campaign, Mm-hmm. And then you can sub-break that down into individual rooms, and you put the information you need for each room and each of the non-player characters, and mm. you can store character characteristics or monster characteristics, weapon characteristics. Cool. Um, I was playing around with putting a map in there and putting text over the top of the map. There are links to the page, so you can click on an area and then take you to the page describing the area. Oh, that's cool. So I've been doing a lot of playing with that, and I think it'll make, when I finally get you guys to play, it'll make... My job as a DM easier. Cool. Nice. Although I'm leaning on this one, so I would like to actually play. I've never actually played D and D as a character or a player. So far, I've done three sessions of DMing with my kids, which is fun. Mm-hmm. But Danger Mouse. It's wondering if well, <laughs> once, but the problem is I couldn't do this adventure at this point because I know it too well. Right. Um. So. And then after that, once I get this one out of the way so I get my process down, I want to start doing my made-up world that I'm working on as well, um, which I broke down all the government types and put them in OneNote. The problem is at home, I can get I put it on my Microsoft Cloud, basically. Mm-hmm. And so when I just open it up, it's there. But when I work on it at work, I can't have it access the network like it wants to. Mm-hmm. So I have to actually save copies of it, and then, which, then moving back and forth is troublesome. <laughs> so I'm still trying to figure that part out. But it's mm-hmm. a great tool for um, DMing. The only thing I need to do to make DMing better is figure out how to turn off the auto sleep feature on my laptop. Oh, <laughs> so I'll be talking the players do it. I want to look up something and immediately, and it shuts off after like five minutes. There of should activity. be a setting somewhere. I thought I found the setting and I changed it and it still does it. Mm. It's even plugged in. I'm like, you're plugged in. You don't need to shut off. <laughs> so, um, oh, and I finally fixed my desktop PC without reformatting it. Hmm. I found someone suggested, well, try the latest update, Microsoft <laughs> update. So I went and downloaded it and then it took, I started it in, around noon and the kids had to stay off of it the whole time that night, which they're kind of <laughs> not very happy about when you walk by it's that 35%. <laughs> I'm not sure when it finished because it was still going when I went to bed. Mm-hmm. But then it finished and now I can get to my start menu. My type here to search box is working. <laughs> cool. Um, I I changed my 
background because it wasn't saving my changes to my um, account. Basically, every time I logged off, so it was re- I mean, it was messed up. Hmm. And when I turn it on, it'd just be a black screen, which I could control and delete and get to the task menu, and then I could launch programs through that mm-hmm. until the desktop came up. <laughs> so I couldn't get to the start menu. <laughs> Um, so there's a lot of interesting workarounds, but now it appears to be working. Oh, good. I've noticed when DVD has very little in consumption, he makes <laughs> up for it in nerd cred. Well, yeah. the reason I'm not consuming <laughs> stuff because I'm actually doing stuff. I'm yes. feeling really good right now. My um, computer at home crashed again. That sucks. So just stop putting hopefully it in I can car. get it going in time to edit this, or I might be editing it here. Hmm. You're always welcome. All right, our final segment is is feedback. Uh, a guy named Anthony liked our Pinterest board. So hey, yo, Anthony! Thanks, Anthony. And a blogger at a thing called Make Money Online with Suyushi liked our... Is that ...followed food? our blog. No, it's a dude. Oh. That's his name. Oh, okay. And we got an email from Master Zed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is the controversial part, right? Yeah. It was regarding our iPhone conversation from last week. Our observations. He calls out Mr. Pold. Oh. He says, I'm curious if Mr. Pold has owned multiple iPhones and had... I have not, but my ex-wife and my children have. Oh, the children. And friends that I have have them. And all of them have broken their screen at least once. That's You can't put that in a core of law. That's I know. I'm just saying it's... It's anecdotal. I like how I didn't call out me at all because I'm the most vehemently opposed <laughs> to iPhones. I have no problem with iPhones. I've just noticed that people I know who have iPhones have their screens break, and I have never broken my screen. Well, my wife has one. Master yeah. Zed has had four, and he's never broken the screen. Well, and good. He, that means he's very he's, good with his he stuff. He even drops it occasionally. Unlike my... Never mind. I won't go there. Good idea. <laughs> well, he accused you of hating on Apple, which I, I would do say not hate on Apple at all. Did you say we? Dvidi. I hate Apple. Oh. <laughs> I will DVD say it out loud. Apple. I, I no, don't. I've owned well, an iPod. Well, it all stems. I, I have really um, sometimes odd reasons for things, but mine stems back to my computer lab at high school in California <laughs> when I had a PC at home for years, and they did not have a single PC in their computer lab. <laughs> they were all Apples. They all had one button mouses. And their Microsoft or WordPerfect or whatever it was didn't work with my Microsoft Word from home, and it sucked. And he says, "Cheers and from I can't France." Eat apples. And it says, "Sent from my iPhone." Well, DVD is allergic to apples. So that's, that's, that's true. What, it makes it worse. So it all begins in his gastric system. <laughs> and unlike you most should people, not ingest your iPhone. <laughs> unlike most people, I didn't enjoy the i. What's the first thing they did? iPod interface system i Mm. didn't care for it i have no problem with ipods so thanks for the feedback master zed and we're glad you're enjoying your honeymoon yes i'm enjoying the pictures keep on saying i've been looking at them i was like you could tell this is a a structural engineer and a civil engineer (laughs) because there's lots of pictures of buildings and cool picture of the locks oh i like that one Someone I work with was standing there while I was looking at pictures and was noticing are you just liking things that have buildings and stuff in it (laughs) (laughs) maybe if you want to contact us, send an email to engineeryshow at gmail.com or you can find us on Facebook and Twitter. 
An easy way to get to there is by going to theengineeredyshow.com, and at the bottom of each episode is a link to Facebook and Twitter. Or you can just search for at engineeredyshow. Mm-hmm, that's right. Uh, while you're at theengineeredyshow.com, you can click on one of our Amazon links to get to your country's version of Amazon. It supports the show and doesn't cost you anything extra except for one extra click. No. <gasps> I don't know, that's kind of expensive. Thank you for listening this week. Stay nerdy. Live long and nerdy. I hate iPhones. Uh. <laughs> you know, Mizzo, you can't just say bizarre. You never get a moment for free. Show me something fun on your guitar. Something with an A or a G. Just be sure that I can tell it. Just be sure that I can tell Most guitars are made of trees With some metal for the strings And some frets and two neat things Most guitars are made of trees Most guitars are made of trees People play them while they sing Some are dull and some just ring Most guitars are made of trees You know me so you've seen it all before Looking at me stuck in a tree Trying to hold a thought you can't ignore Something multiplied by a three Just be sure that I can tell it Just be sure that I can tell it again Wow That's incendiary (laughs) Not really, I mean if once people understand Oh, that's just his opinion D-Vinny has many opinions You notice I didn't say iPhones suck I a said, lot of I don't like iPhones. Are unpopular, I but hate. he does have them. Most guitars are made of trees with some metal for the strings and some frets and two neat things. Most guitars are made of trees. Most guitars are made of trees. People play them while they sing. Some are dull and some just ring. Most guitars are made of trees. The song Most Guitars Are Made of Trees is by Greg Gibbs. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.